0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, coming at you from the glorious Impala Films headquarters in sunny South End-on-Sea, it is time for another episode of Second Take Cinema. As always, I am your host, Jamie Evans, and I am joined, as usual, by a man who is seeing this film for the first time in his life, Rory Jocelyn.
1: Cyberpunk Studios! Woo! You didn't say Impala Films for you, did you? No, I never do. Now I'm a douche. I thought you did. No,
0: I only do on VGMP.
1: That's why I'm getting confused. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, I've just douched myself. I say we're coming from
0: Impala Films headquarters. That
1: is true. That is true. That's maybe why I'm... Which is
0: me. That's just me imitating Mick Garris, because that's how he starts his podcast.
1: Uh, Stifler's mum.
0: Just say hello. (laughs) Hello, Stifler's (laughs) mum. Uh, (laughs) Joe's not in this film. Milf! Just not in this film. Yeah, I the very excellent Don McLean song. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. She I, I, put yeah. a jeffy in the levy, and the levy was done. it dry. even mentions Levy, For yeah. Eugene Levy. Yeah.
1: I honestly thought that song was written for this film. No, no, no. That song's really old. I know it is. But, like, I, I, I kind of, yeah, okay, maybe I missed. What I meant is this. the name of this film was because of that song. Yeah, it does. It came from that. Right. Yeah. So, why isn't it in the film? Could they just not get the rights? Maybe it's over the credits and we just stopped. Yeah. Anyway. Or, they, or they couldn't get the rights.
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: No, we're, no, we're not putting it to that film.
0: <laughs> so today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going back to the 1990s. This year, to the grand old year of 1999, right on the turn of the millennium, we're going to... Turn s- of the millennium. Hmm.
1: Turn of the millennium. Stop
0: interrupting my flow, bro. Sorry, sorry. Today we're going back to 1999 for a coming-of-age teen sex comedy that was massively successful at its time. Rory here has never seen it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a second take on American Pie. right ladies and gentlemen today we are talking about american pie the 1999 film directed by paul Weitz in his directorial debut written by adam hertz uh, this film stars jason biggs chris klein alison hannigan natasha leone thomas ian nicholas tara reed mina savari eddie k thomas sean william scott eugene levy shannon elizabeth and jennifer coolidge aka stifler's mom Yep. Um, with a cameo from John Cho as well, that you noticed.
1: Yes, John Cho. I like
0: John Cho. Yep. So, this film had a budget of $11 million and grossed $235.5 million. This was a huge, huge hit at the time. Um, in fact, just to give you an idea of how big of a hit it was, um, it was. Uh, In Germany, it was distributed by our good friends over at Constantin Films. Hooray! Who ruined Resident Evil. Um, And it was the most successful theatrical release in Germany that year.
1: I think the fact that Constantin Films had any hand in this, even if it was just distribution in one region, proves that it's not a good film.
0: In the United States and Canada, (laughs) it was the 20th highest grossing film of 1999 overall. Right. out of curiosity, shall we just take a look at what beat it?
1: It can't be the highest-grossing film of 1999. The
0: 20th, Matrix came... A- 20th highest-grossing, I, I said. I was going to
1: say, I thought you said the highest-grossing. I'm like, the Matrix clearly beat the shit out of this film. Here
0: are the top ten. let Let's Yeah, you know what? Let's play a little game. Why not? Okay. What do you think the tenth-highest-grossing film of 1999 was? It is a, I'll give you some hints, okay? Yeah, yeah. Hint number one, it's a sequel. Number two, it's a comedy film. Number three, it's a parody comedy film. 1999's 10th highest grossing film.
1: A parody comedy. And it's a sequel. That's a sequel. Airplane 2? No, that's way too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2?
0: No. (laughs) You
1: did a weird hand gesture. That's right. Camp.
0: Groovy, baby, yeah.
1: Oh, Austin Powers too? Okay. Yes,
0: The Spy Who Shagged Me. I thought that was 2001. I'm well
1: out on that. Nope. Uh,
0: in number nine is a film starring Mina Savari from American Pie, right. alongside noted uh, not great guy, Kevin Spacey.
1: You told me about this five minutes ago, and I've forgotten the title already. <laughs>
0: American Beauty.
1: That's it. It was still American, isn't it? Yeah. Which I confused with Black Beauty. Was I always the one about the horse yep. <laughs>
0: in Number Eight? Number Eight is also a sequel. Bam, 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 bam. I'm not doing the song right. Da oh, dum, da dum, dum, da dum, da dum, da dum. Oh, Da dum, da dum. Would that be Tomorrowland Da Close. No, no. What was it's... the one between those two? No, it's the one after that one, sorry. It's is the it the ice one? No, the Die one before night. that. The one before "Tomorrow Never Dies" and "Die Another Day." Oh
1: Christ! I'm really not that Ophé with the. It's Pierce got Brock Denise here. Richards in it. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to
0: help. No, okay. Do you want to tell you? Yeah. The world know. is not enough. Oh,
1: bollocks! See, I know the names, but I just don't know the
0: order. Okay, this one was followed by a romantic comedy starring Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. Oh, nice. I'm just a girl standing in front Nottingham of a boy. Notting Hill. Nottingham. Christ, I thought that was earlier in the nineties. Okay. In sixth place is a great film, and if anyone says otherwise, I will slap chop your face right out of here starring recent Oscar winner Brendan Fraser sixth highest grossing film of 1999 The Mummy? The Mummy it's a good film it's a great film. I love yeah. The Mummy. The
1: first Mummy film was good. The second one was garbage. Yes,
0: that's true. Uh, in fifth place, animated film from Disney, uh, set in a jungle, and a guy who goes, oh. Tarzan. Tarzan. I haven't
1: actually watched Tarzan.
0: It's garbage. Don't watch it. Okay. Um, and, in, and in fourth place is the film that you thought was number one, but it's not. It's a fourth. Really? Matrix? The Matrix, yeah. Are you ready for the three that beat it? Are you ready? Go on then. Number three is also a sequel. Made by Buena Vista and Pixar. Oh blimey, Cars two. <laughs> I had Toy no... Story two. Toy Story two. I had no idea that was the nineties. Yeah, it's I very Toy...
1: tail end, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I thought
0: Toy Story two wasn't till like two thousand four or something. No, no, it
1: was earlier than that. But yeah, I honestly didn't know it was the nineties still.
0: So what beat that in second place? Starring Mr. Bruce Bruce Willis.
1: I see dead people. Oh, sixth sense was the nineties. Nineteen ninety
0: nine, yeah. Wow. Sixth. And number one, now that you think about it, it's going to be obvious. What massive nerd franchise made a comeback in nineteen ninety nine?
1: Jesus, Phantom Menace.
0: The Phantom Menace. Of course, Menace. it's the
1: Phantom Menace. The biggest disappointment the Men- in yeah. human history. <laughs> yeah, but then like Avatar, it was a big enough, like it had a big enough amount of fucking sales behind it to make it a success despite its. Shortcomings.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, going back to American Pie, let's talk a little bit about its critical reception. Yep. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has an approval rating of sixty-one oh, percent. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. So, ad-
1: I, I don't I. Sorry, I've lost all respect for Rotten Tomatoes. How can this be higher rated by at least fifty percent than Wild Hogs? When Wild Hogs is way better.
0: Wild Hogs. I don't think. No. Wild I,
1: Hogs is at least twice. As we'll funny get to as that. Film. We'll,
0: we will get to that because it's Jesus, not. No man. one. No one drinks jizz in Wild Hogs, so it's automatically worse. Yeah,
1: Which is why it's automatically better. No,
0: it's not. You've got to have some just drinking. Oh, God, this film is garbage. So... So... (laughs) C- critical consensus reads, so embarrassing it's believable. American Pie succeeds in bringing back the teen movie genre. The more negative reviews of the film included Stephen Holden of the New York Times, who felt that American Pie was one of the shallowest and most prurient teen films. It
1: is shallow. He's Ernest not wrong. Hardy
0: of Film.com wrote that American Pie had a few amusing bits. However, the audience should strongly note that the movie is really awful and that it is not worthy of guilty pleasure status. Oh, However, Roger E. Ebert was more supportive, awarding it three out of four stars. Oh. He noted that it's not inspired, but it's cheerful and hardworking and sometimes funny. And here's the important thing it's not mean. Its characters are sort of sweet and lovable.
1: I have to say, I'm losing a lot of respect for Roger Ebert as we read these reviews because he's almost it. always wrong.
0: No, I'm gaining respect I'm for I'm Mr. Ebert. I'm losing respect for him. Like, um,
1: three out of four for yeah, this. Well. It's not like, even if. It, even if you liked it it's at best a two out of four it's a
0: 50-50% oh well and it won some awards Jesus as well um awards some awards yeah 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 it won at the uh, block at the american comedy awards eugene levy was nominated for funniest supporting actor
1: eugene levy i will give eugene 100%. levy is the mvp yes. he is the mvp yes, of yes he the was film. fantastic in this film uh
0: blockbuster entertainment awards eugene levy won for best supporting comedy actor okay Um, At the Bogey Awards, which I've never heard of before. I I mean, it doesn't sound like the serious (laughs) awards, to be honest. Uh, uh, The Casting Society of America awarded it the award for best casting of a feature film. There you go. Casting directors won an award. You don't see that very often. To be fair,
1: the cast wasn't the problem with the film.
0: No, 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 I actually think the cast's pretty good. Yeah, no, Uh, I'll give it that. The cast elevate the material, because otherwise this could be much worse.
1: The material is garbage. It's the actors, that what they do with it. That's why Eugene Levy is the MVP of the film. His role is garbage. Mm. He makes the most of it.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this is your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen American Pie, and you don't want anything spoilt for you, then please do switch off now, because we're about to spoil the plot. Uh, So American Pie is a film about uh four teenage boys who are coming up to graduation in high school and they're both they're all fretting nervous worried embarrassed that they haven't lost their virginity so they decide to make a pact that they will each lose their virginity by graduation and the film kind of follows their misadventures as they try to achieve that goal uh before hopefully ultimately realizing that there's much more to it than just the pursuit of sex. So uh, this was a film that was entered into the list by moi. Uh, I have seen this film multiple times. Um, I did not see it when it first came out, though. I was too young in nineteen ninety nine. I was eight ten. years old. So I saw it years. <laughs> le- I remember it obviously being massively popular at my school, though. Especially the character of Stifler. You gotta remember, I was five years. I'm five
1: yeah. years older than not like four or five years older than you at this point what 99 i was at the, towards the end of secondary
0: school jesus christ
1: yeah and th- this film was incredibly popular i wasn't popular. in
0: secondary school yet
1: yeah i know <laughs> i was probably what was it probably year 10 right yeah oh, and year 10
0: oh literally the target audience for this film. yeah yeah then. yeah
1: and I, I i hated the sound of it i hated everything about it but oh, so if you were a
0: killjoy popular. even then
1: i'm not a killjoy i pretty just do like, like gross sounds out humor pretty,
0: pretty much sounds like you're killing my joy hey. well, well,
1: to be fair yeah <laughs>
0: yeah when it's this film uh sorry carry on um anyway i saw it a few years later found it very funny um i i do have quite a taste for sex comedies and things like that that has kind of waned a bit as I've got older, uh, because I realise they're all the same, and most of them are much worse than this. This is one of the one of if not the best one. I um, agree with
1: you on that so far.
0: I think the reason this one is better is because it actually has some skill to the comedy as well. Yep. There is the the actors and the director do have an awareness of comedic timing. Yes. Um, we as we pointed out during the bit when Steve Stifler is going to drink the beer, um, and they keep teasing it. Anyway. Um, Now, the reason I wanted to give this a second take was for two reasons. One, I haven't seen it in a long time. And I had a suspicion that I may have outgrown it. I was curious to see if I still found it funny. Mm -hmm. And secondly, because I thought there might be some bits in this film that may not have aged particularly well. Um, I particularly, think you might be right? <laughs> particularly, uh, a scene that everyone is familiar with, where Jim films a woman without consent, without
1: her knowledge,
0: uh, at, without her knowledge, without her consent, and broadcasts it to his entire school, yeah. thus ending in her. Losing her scholarship and having to return, she's an exchange student. Yeah, yeah. she's having has to, to return, return to her home country. Yeah, Um something which the film brushes over very quickly.
1: Yeah, and actually rewards him for at the end when she's uh, happily watching him on video.
0: Doing another strip tease. Yeah, 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 and
1: she's just like, oh, and it's like they're all best friends again. It's like, would you be like, no, <laughs> like this man filmed you and broadcast you to the world. Yeah. Uh, or so. at least to the height, because it's, it can't actually be progressed globally, can it? But it is to their entire area. And to the entire lost, school, yeah. Yeah, and it lost her everything. And she's just like, oh, he's so cute watching this nerd do this dance. It's like, you wouldn't be. this bullshit. Yeah, but he
0: got embarrassed.
1: <laughs> oh, no. What a torture. He, he blew his load she in front lo- of the whole school. She lost her life in America I know, I know, and everything else. And all he gets is, oh, some people call me two-pump. Oh bless your Did wouldn't it be no pumps?
0: He doesn't even get there <laughs> anyway. Anyway, he
1: pumps himself, I suppose, <laughs> like no, the he, breast milk. He doesn't touch it, man. <laughs> no, true. That's a
0: rare. That's a rare talent. He could. He could market yeah, that. There is no pump, anyway. It's like A
1: shotgun without the safety on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this shotgun just spontaneously fired. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's break the film up into its basically five different storylines. Really, yeah, yeah. Um, So let's start with what, in my opinion, is actually the worst of the storylines, but is supposed to be the heart of the storyline, which is Kevin and Victoria, which is Tara Reid's character... And um, Thomasy and Nicholas's character it's a really
1: bland, boring, and uninspired story. This is supposed.
0: This is suppo- I think this is supposed to be the main heart of the film. Yeah, it fails completely. He is the least likable of the lead characters. Got,
1: well, I'm not saying this is the actor per se, but the character has no charisma. He has no game, and all it is is it comes across as he's playing her mm. by going, you know, I can't tell you I love you back because uh, I, when I want to say it, I want it to mean something. Mm. She basically is like, well, I'm not going to base. She ends up basically not having sex until he says it. She kind of bends her rules. Mm. So to accommodate him to sleep with him at the prom. And then after, while he's having sex with her, he realizes he loves her. He says he loves her. And like, you know, I mean it. And she's like, yeah, but we can't be together. because we're going to separate colleges. Basically goodbye. And it's like, this story was pointless. Like, nothing worked. Nothing happened. It was crap. The, out of the storylines, this one and one of the others was pointless.
0: This is the worst one, in the, my opinion. Uh, this is... Um.
1: I'd say it's only second worst, because the one with the main character who filmed the forest Jason Beggs. Yeah. That storyline doesn't work, and uh, that character deserved a lot worse. Right. Because of the... the, the Immoral shit he does. Like I don't give a shit if he's fucking a pie, but the stuff with Eugene Levy <laughs> and the fucking the pie could be given to another character, and the film would not be any worse off for it. Yeah, and it's not again not the fault of the actor; it's the writing that that storyline was weak and badly written.
0: Right, that's um, my view. <laughs>
1: I'm you, not opinionated, Jay.
0: <laughs> you then have, um, you then have Fincher's storyline, mm. which is. Uh, that he's like the he likes to view himself as refined and more cultured than everyone else at the school. Yeah, and he takes the tact of having girls come to him by bribing Natasha Leone's character to spread a rumor that, well, word around the office is you got a fat guy. <laughs> that is it, isn't it? That, that is...
1: joke was better than it, almost all the jokes in the film, other than Eugene Levick. Oh, no. Because it came out of nowhere, it was a surprise. There wasn't really any surprise jokes in this, in that way. No. So what we're talking about, for anyone who doesn't know, Jamie shared with me, and it is genuinely funny, it's like a public information video and it's just like, uh, how to let you... And it's done like a VHS tape. And it's like, how to... Uh, what is it? Sexual, sexual harassment.
0: harassment can sometimes be verbal.
1: Yeah, in the office. And it's just two guys at a water cooler and one just walks up and goes, so word around the office is you have a fat cock. <laughs> and like we quote that all the time now to <laughs> each other because it's just so stupid. I wish there was more humour that was that off the cuff and weird because mm. detention w- had, this, had the potential of being as like this style of story but instead of going into the gross out it's fused into the absurd. Yeah. And I think this film would have been better, at least in for me. And my, like, I understand that this is probably to do with, the because I hate gross-out humour anyway. For my particular taste, I would have preferred it if it had gone more in the absurd route. Yeah. Because I really like Detention, even as stupid and weird as it got from the bare yeah. planet Starclaw and shit. I was like, I can get with absurd. I can dig absurd. Um. Sorry. So, I, yeah, I think I, w- I would have liked more of that in the
0: film Yeah, I think one thing to clear up is I think we have different definitions of gross-out humour as well Because mm-hmm. uh, for me, the only actual real gross humour in this is uh, Is when Finch is given laxatives and no. has to poop everywhere. they the drinking the cum. Yeah, I don't, I don't consider that gross out.
1: That is gross out. And we actually said this during the film. I was like, is it not wor-? And for some reason, I was like, is it worse because it's in beer? And you're like, actually, I think it might be. It is.
0: It's, it's worse drinking it out of a cup instead of straight from the penis. <laughs> straight um, from the mother's teeth. Yeah, straight from the sauce, <laughs> where it's nice it, and warm still. It's cooled down in the oh. beer. You don't want cold cum. Okay, fair enough, you win. That is gross. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the film overall, I actually still like. I still yeah? like the film overall. Okay that's Fincher's storyline jason biggs obviously has this storyline where he's trying to get with nadia um and he fucks all that up as we've said before by doing the immoral thing of filming her and streaming her live over the internet before eventually uh his is one of those stories where it's kind of the um you can't always get what you want is the theme because he actually ends up going to the prom with a band geek who yeah. he had written off and spoiler alert for you he actually ends up marrying her. Oh, okay. The third film is their wedding. Right, okay. Um, so,
1: it's he, what... She uses him at the end of the film, though, and he's like, I got used. All right! And that's yeah. a kind of a cool payoff. What...
0: It is, but it is... I will admit, that's one of those things that has aged badly because... <laughs> This is hard because, on the one hand, I know plenty of guys who would not give a fuck if a girl used them like that. Yeah, They'd yeah. just be like, yes.
1: I think that's but, what he did as well, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. But there is also that toxic masculinity angle there. Well, of, am I not
1: good enough to stay with?
0: Well, no, of, oh, yeah, it's all right to treat guys like that because they like it. it oh, I see. To you get serious for the, a moment. The social side yeah, of it to get the serious yeah. for a minute. And I, I don't want to drag the podcast down, but it's, it's kind of that effect that you get, you know, when you see in the news that a female teacher has slept with a male student yes. and you'll read the comments on Facebook and it'll be lo-
1: loads of guys going, Oh, it was my dream. I
0: wish yeah. I'd been. Oh, shagged all right. Yeah. Bro, blah, blah, blah. Things like that. And. And obviously when those genders are flipped, it's obviously treated like the yeah. serious crime that it is. Do
1: you notice, though, that the uh, correlation between the amount of guys going, yeah, mate, I, you should think himself lucky, I dreamed I would have had that, is directly related to the hotness of the teacher doing the paedophilia? Oh, yeah, of course yeah, it If it's is, a yeah. hot teacher, they're all, mate, I would have smashed that. When it's an ugly female teacher, they're like, oh, mate, that's disgusting. Yeah. They suddenly change their tune. It's like, no, that's that's that's
0: absolutely disgusting but but of course paedophilia is (laughs) paedophilia yes it's bad and that that i'm not saying it's literally the same but that attitude of oh yeah he doesn't care that he got used because he's a bloke it just furthers this stereotype that i think we played with a lot back then and we still do kind of today that men don't actually have feelings
1: Or it doesn't matter. And
0: it's therefore okay to treat them like shit.
1: I will give this film one defence on that, that you're not giving it, actually.
0: That he deserved to be treated like shit because he was a scumbag to Nadia? That's
1: not what I was going to say. That could also be a read. However... I was going to say I think the reason he's relieved that she just used him is because he didn't actually like her and he was getting bored of her at one time at Bang camp and because she kept repeating it he was just getting more and more bored and then eventually she's just like I like having sex let's go bang and he's like oh okay so he gets his and then she leaves it's great I don't have to talk to her anymore the one
0: time at band so camp th- is yeah. probably the longest setup for a joke in the whole film because all the way through the film it's one time at band camp we built a campfire one time at band camp yeah, we did and then out of nowhere it's one time at band camp I stuck a flute in my pussy and he like
1: spits his drink and he's like what? the timing on that wasn't good
0: what on him spitting the drink?
1: Yeah, it ruined that it ruined the punctuation of the joke
0: I agree he could have spit faster uh, there's too much of uh... a. <laughs> it's a
1: very strange podcast where
0: they talk about this man should spitfest. Hey, we're doing America, but it's a film where a guy fucks an apple pie. What do you want from me? It was it apple? Yeah. It looked yeah. red on the inside. No, look... it, it does look red on the inside, but it must be apple because he, when he asks him what third base feels like, yeah, he, says. he says, warm apple pie. Now, and then Jim goes. And then Jim the, goes. McDonald's or homemade?
1: <laughs> yes, that was a good joke. I did like that one. That's a good um,
0: joke. And, and the best storyline, in my opinion, is Oz's yes, storyline.
1: I completely agree. Because
0: it, it's, don't get me wrong, it's very predictable, but it is the storyline of a jock player-type character who, you know, at the start of the thing, he's really arrogant. He's like, my friends call me Nova, as in Casanova. Yeah. Um, and he literally, like, thinks it's as easy as getting a girl in a car and going, suck me beautiful. And she laughs at his face, I like, Quite yeah. rightly,
1: I will say though. In his defence, she is contributing nothing to that conversation. He's doing all the work. She could have made it a little bit easier on maybe giving him the. I'm not saying this excuses. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have said no, no, "suck no, no, me no. beautiful." Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not giving. But the thing is, is she looked like she was the bore, most fucking boring date in the universe.
0: Like, how can she be? You're here, mate. I can talk for days. But I'm <laughs> oh, don't remind us yeah, anyway baby. he ends up um joining the choir group yeah um actually i don't think it's choir it's a cappella isn't it mm. he joins the a cappella group initially as like a scheme and he's like yeah you know there's all these band chicks it's that no one's trying to
1: bang someone there because they never get any
0: yeah and no one's going after them because everyone assumes they're prudes but he he ends up actually finding a real passion there not only for the music But for Heather, played by Mina Savari. Um, And his is kind of the nicest story. He's not the best actor. I mean, he's I, a bit limited. I mean, I've seen him in Rollable. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> the best actor in the film is Eugene Levy. Yes, it's Eugene Levy, um, and Sean William Scott's great too. His character yeah. is obviously very obnoxious, but he but, plays that well. And his com- his comedic timing, like his facial expressions. Yeah, bit, we we both laughed when Oz leaves the game at the end, and it cuts back to him, and he's just like. Guys, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a good cutaway. And a, yeah, that mm. was a very good cutaway. So, there are parts to this film. That, that, Yeah, let's get onto it when you start.
0: Um, okay, so that's fair enough. Um, t- for me, it's always been a decent film because, because it has been, as most good comedies are, mm. it has a nugget of relatability at the core that is then... I could, the I could relate to the we Oz stretched.
1: The Oz storyline I could relate to.
0: Were you a hardcore lacrosse jock at
1: one point? I, of course I was. Actually, I was quite good at rugby. I was a small man.
0: I was good at rugby. You all be, have been good at rugby for the same reason I was good at rugby.
1: Because you were good at throwing yourself and injuring yourself. Uh, and low lo-
0: low centre of gravity and you're heavy. Yeah.
1: I used to... Cause I, so
0: you, you, once this train starts running, ain't nothing stopping it.
1: Well, so I wasn't fast and I wasn't good with the ball. And you think, well, this guy's useless at rugby. But yeah, I was small and I used to, and I didn't care if I hurt myself. So I would throw myself to the point where I put my head between their knees and my shoulders would take out their knees. This and kinky. Yeah, it would take them down. Um, I will say I couldn't relate to the big storyline at all.
0: Which, What do you mean by the big one?
1: The bigs. Oh, big Jason, Jason Biggs. Yeah, yeah, Jim. Yeah, yeah, couldn't relate to his storyline. Couldn't. Well, I
0: would like to think you would never stream someone against their will or online.
1: Fuck
0: pie. Or fuck a pie. Well, I don't <laughs> Those know. Those are his two I don't big story know. points. You, you do seem like a pie fucker.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck pies, my um, friend.
0: One day, I'm going to show you the film Devil's Rejects. The pies rejects. fuck me.
1: I'm so sexually I'm so magnetic. I don't,
0: I don't yeah. love the drugs. The drugs love me. There is uh, a storyline
1: in this that actually you and I kind of agreed... Actually, kind of ruins itself by putting the joke ending that they did to it, which mm. was
0: Sherman. Well, I didn't necessarily agree that that ruins it. No. Oh, I could did. no, I could see where you were coming from, right? About how it would add a different component. It,
1: it seemed to add an extra layer if he didn't lie about
0: it. I agree, but I also found him to be really scummy, so I kind of liked that he got a comeuppance.
1: Yeah, but I'm when, sorry, but if you're if you're letting. If you're letting Jason Biggs away with it... True, that is true. That that is an
0: example of bias. We're letting Jason Biggs off because he's presented as a main character. And even though he's a nerd character, he's more of a, a fairly attractive guy. Whereas Sherman is presented as weedy... Uh, acne, he's sweaty. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, to be fair, he does say things like, "I'm a sophisticated sex robot sent back through time."
1: Okay, I'm g- then going to quote Predator: "I'm a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus." That's
0: different. That's Je- Sherman, and unfortunately, I don't remember his name, the actor's no, no. name, I'm afraid. But Sherman, Jesse the Body Venturer.
1: <laughs> I see your point as well.
0: Let's do that as a, a body copy that of those two. Of those me. two. Which one do you think would actually be a sexual Tyrannosaurus?
1: Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. But...
0: Actually, all them roids probably the... uh didn't, probably no, won't work no more. So actually, Sherbin's probably got... Actually I, actually, I don't think it was ever confirmed he was on roids, so I retract that statement.
1: He spent a lot of time... I know he got screwed over by... Um... Schwarzenegger from like when they were doing body lifting yeah. he got the uh, wardrobe wardrobe to lie about how big his biceps were and then they go oh Jesse you know you're bigger than Arnie and then Arnie bet him who had the bigger biceps and won and took his money <laughs>
0: <laughs> sort of douchey thing that's Schwarzenegger ca- used to do ca- but... that's kind of like how Arnie tricked Stallone into doing Stop or My Mum Will Shoot yes
1: he was like he, he was never going to do that film He's like oh if, if Arnie's going to do it I'll do it instead
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs>
1: schwarzenegger you had a cop people out into stupid yeah. rooms, didn't he? he was quite clever really
0: so american pie is actually a franchise that's got multiple films in it now yes um you said about nine or something uh if you give me one second there's four main ones then there's the spin-off series which is band camp naked mile beta house book of love and there's a new one that's just come out called girl's rule so uh yeah we're up to nine films in this franchise now i will say i will say that the spin-off series american pie presents kind of don't count is nearly entirely garbage mm. there are a couple that have decent moments in them There's i'm not proud of it but in the one called Beta House, there are a few jokes in it that I do laugh at, uh, including when they end up in a fight in a strip bar and the guy just yells, stripper brawl! And then this stripper uses her fake boobs to like knock a guy out. <laughs> um, and there's another bit where basically, basically the plot of Beta House is, you know how they're fraternities in yeah, yeah. American unis? So there's Beta House, which is the party house, and it's yeah. run by Stifler's cousin. Right. Um' all the spin offs have got a different Stifler in them right, who's related to the original yeah, Stifler. Yeah, yeah. um and they have a competition against the geek house, um uh, which is all run by like mark um Mark zuckerberg types right, and they basically have a an Olympiad, a series of competitions, and whoever wins the other house has to leave campus right. And this has suitably gross out games, including a parody of the famous scene in The Deer Hunter. Right. Do you know the famous the, scene with the yeah, 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 Russian roulette? Good film. Yeah, well, in this parody, the the bullet in the gun is a capsule full of horse cum.
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah. But there's a good bit in it that I do laugh at where, because it's less, one of the less gross challengers, is all they've got to do is oil themselves up and catch a piglet that has also been oiled up right. and this and beta house choose the fat guy on the team right. and they're like how's a fat guy gonna you catch a, a pig squirrel, piggy, squirrel? no no they're like how's a fat guy gonna catch this pig because he's he's out of shape yeah. and the geek squad put like a, a parkour master in right. and he just turns to them the guy he goes i'm telling you i'm the right choice for this man i know what the pig is thinking <laughs> Because he is a pig himself yeah. is the implication yes. there, but anyway, back to the original american pie we let's talk Eugene levy because this is this is the this is the He's thing that's going on eugene like the scenes him and Jason Biggs play off each other very well. Yes. It's very believable as a hapless dad who is very awkwardly trying to be supportive, a little too supportive yeah of his son, um, the scene where he brings him the porno magazines. that is funny. That is a funny scene. And he's like, it looks like a kind of tropical plant.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Eugene Levy uh, manages to deliver almost everything in this film perfectly. I didn't like his final scene. But he's dancing. Did you not like the dance? I didn't think the dance was funny. Um, I
0: was was like, that is a goofy fucking dance. It is a goofy
1: dance, but it wasn't goofy enough. Um, You wanted goofier. I wanted goofier. I wanted proper goof. Uh, but anyway, the, the point is... is I mean, that's, that's personal taste and that didn't ruin the film. The... Yeah, Eugene Levy mastered every single scene he was in, pretty much. And... I haven't really got much more to say. He's the only good thing in it, other than mm. maybe the guy who plays Stifler. Um, Sean sure,
0: Williams, Scott. Yeah.
1: Everyone else is okay. Mm. Um, I don't think there's any bad actors in this. There's no one that I'd point to and go, that guy sucks or that girl sucks in the yeah. role. They're all pretty good... But the material isn't very good. There's Mm. so I honestly think it's a case of Eugene Levy elevated the parts with his delivery um, that he had. If think of those lines read by anyone else, they'd be Mm. garbage. Um, There's also a case of most of the characters don't really come off well. Mm. Like there's no there's no positive players really in the main cast. They're all pretty douchey, apart from Oz, who starts off douchey and sort of has... A, he's the only one with a real growth curve to his character. Yeah. Like, the guy who's who ends up... You can't say that he loves his girlfriend. That guy doesn't really have an arc. He just kind of gets to a point where he's like, oh, since I've got my dick in her, I love you. Oh, she's leaving. End of story. Um, Jason Biggs' character doesn't have an arc, and he doesn't grow, and he doesn't learn anything. And he doesn't get punished suitably for what he does. You've got the guy who spreads rumors that he's got big cock and all uh, stuff. Finch. Yeah, and he also, and like the one that gets him back basically is where he lies and says that he's beating up Stifler, but you know because he's and Stifler's clearly harder than him. Yeah. So Stifler gets a prank on him where he makes him shit himself with laxatives, um, but he doesn't really have an in the arc girls' either. toilets as well. Yeah, Yeah. But he doesn't really have an arc either. No,
0: he comes out on top in the end because he bangs Stifler's mum.
1: Yes, but he doesn't really have an arc. Um, there's the only one who has a character arc is Oz. Yeah. And where I'm thinking of this film, like, because I know this, like, again, you've read the things. I know it's not like 10 out of 10 rated, but it is for a comedy of this type, mm. quite highly rated. And I will say it was better than I expected it to be. Like, mm-hmm. I I despise gross out comedies. This doesn't have as much gross out in it. Mm. And even some of the gross out jokes like the the come in the beer. Mm. I I hate that joke. But what right. I do like is the way that the director played who would drink it and when. Yeah. And that they kept blocking each other from drinking it. Without knowing.
0: Yeah, like turning away at the last yeah. minute and stuff.
1: That joke for me, and I know you would probably disagree because you, you said this at the time, like, but it, it wouldn't work without the payoff. I could have done that, done with that joke without him drinking it and vomiting. Mm. That Just that whole tease of, oh, fuck, no, 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 that's fine. But when he then drinks it and then he throws up and vomits, mm. nah, you've lost me.
0: Yeah, no, I I needed the payoff. Otherwise it feels like it's, for lack of a better word, it feels like a cock tease.
1: Yes, but then the joke is shit and don't do the joke because I hate gross out and I do not like that type of humour.
0: Yeah, but you can't say that they can't ever do that type of humour just because you don't like it. No, but
1: they could do it better. By not do by doing a different type of that's actually funny. See, my point is but that's if the for pla- you. Yeah, but that's, you
0: keep th- talking like this, like you're speaking for everyone on planet. But you ask,
1: this is about our opinions on the film. I know,
0: but I'm just saying your opinion.
1: Yeah, in my opinion. There would have been a better joke in there yeah. if they played it a different way.
0: And that's fine. Yeah. Just because you. Am I sounding like I'm on a soapbox? You. No, no, no. It's not that. It's just <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but you be. you sometimes have a habit of speaking as if you're speaking for everyone else. Do I? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, I apologise. I do it when I talk about Resident Evil though. No, that's fair. And I'm like nobody likes the Resident Which Evil films. also delivered
1: by Constantine Films. I know.
0: Unfortunately, loads of people do like the Resident Evil films. Yeah. People with no taste. Oh no, no, I'm doing it. Ah, <laughs> so, arrogance. Yeah, no, okay, fair play. Um, I apologise
1: for coming off like a... No, doosh. no, no. I'm just pointing no, out. No, no, it's, um, it's a fair criticism. So I, I, take I don't it... want to sound pretentious, but I can't help it when I think so yeah. low of this genre.
0: I take it you weren't impressed then when, um, when Kevin pops his head in and says hey stiffler, how's the pale ale
1: no not for me um body fluid transfer in that way is really not uh, where rory gets his kicks
0: no to be honest for me the worst kind of comedies usually are parodies i'm really not a fan of parody yes, comedy yes um sometimes it can be good sometimes it can be yeah, good yeah, yeah
1: um i will say this is one of the better gross outs that i've seen and i'll be honest i don't watch many because i know i don't like the genre I think because this is, realistically, this is the first one that made any waves and started off the whole thing. Uh, There are obviously some gross-out elements, but there's only really two or three. Most of the jokes are just humiliation comedy, which aren't great sometimes, certainly in terms of, like, the the web-streaming thing. But it is mostly humiliation comedy. So it it sort of lands a little bit better it wasn't as bad a time as i expected. I do have a question to you though because i know you enjoy okay. it. Can i, can like I just more qu- than I do. can i just
0: quickly say i know i shouldn't yep. but i really like the joke you know when he blows his load too soon. Yes. I really like that the little monkey covers its eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's so silly which we should point out cameo by blink 182. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact: because there's four of them, isn't there? In the scene, Uh, the guy, the blonde guy, obviously is not known for being in Blink One Eight Two. That's because between filming the cameo and the film actually coming out, he got fired from the band. Oh. Um because he
1: was always on the computer while the band were yeah well yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah was. no they, they were all I know. he was on the computer
0: I know but yeah no I, I liked the monkey
1: yeah but no fair enough um, but so, one question for so, me so my question for you because again you and I have very different opinions on this film so I know this is a better film so I'm not saying it's on the exact same peg mm. but what are the major differences for you that make this film work But the film... and This is weird because I'm going to be referring to a film from VGMP, our Mm. sister show. Joysticks. No, Noobs. Noobs. This is a lot more in common with Noobs and Joysticks.
0: Right. This is actually funny. Yeah. That's the difference. Okay, but what
1: makes makes this funnier than Noobs? Because they're very similar. Yeah. So
0: first of all, this is filmed a lot better. Let's point that out.
1: Yeah, the the cinematography is better.
0: The camera never moves in Noobs. Um, For me, the the jokes just work better. See, Noobs... The problem with Noobs is most of your actors not all there's some good actors in Noobs but most of your actors in Noobs are not good. That's true. The main guy for instance. Yeah. Whose name I don't even remember. Jason something. Um no awesome. no Jason Mewes you're thinking of the oh, main. Oh yeah, I am. Aren't I? The main guy this was is a guy who, Jason who maybe knows, yeah. This point, yeah. Um the the best person in Noobs was Arm McGregor. Yes. Armagregg. Who was also the best person in joysticks. Yeah. To be <laughs> fair, yes. Um, I think what it is, is noobs, what, for starters, wasn't nearly as relatable to me because the difference is. Do you know what the difference might be? Other than just I do think it's a better script. Sure. The difference might be that there is a difference between teenagers acting this way and being dumb and being raunchy. Yeah. And grown men. Because so the, the, the point age of.
1: The difference is what makes one more acceptable. I
0: think that could be part of it. Mm. Because obviously, in noobs, the point is that they're all fucking losers.
1: Yeah, they're like late, well, meant to be late 20s probably, but they're clearly all in their 30s at. At least, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And they're just wasting their lives on video games. Yeah. Um, And They are all
1: actual losers.
0: Yeah, and that might actually be because... So the fourth American Pie film, American Reunion, not counting the spin-offs, there's four main ones. American Pie, American Pie 2, American Pie The Wedding, and American Reunion. American Reunion was made in 2011. So we're talking quite a way afterwards. Yeah, years right? after the first. They're all clearly grown-ups at this point mm. coming back for their high school reunion and it doesn't work.
1: Right, so you think the age may have a, uh, have a part to play? I think there Not is... Not a full a... part, but a, a some part. Yeah. Th- the reason I ask, specifically with noobs more than something like Joysticks, is because I know Joysticks had a lot more sexual stuff, mm. but that was a lot more like the early 80s comedy of, mm. you know, of the era. Sex comedies, yeah. Yeah, whereas noobs was... It was clearly an offshoot way too late as well for anyone to give a shit Mm. um, of the gross out comedy angle. It wasn't as gross as it as a lot of other ones from the... Yeah, I don't don't
0: really remember much gross out humour in No,
1: but it was clearly based on that style of comedy. It came out of this epic movie, all of that style of comedy. Mm. Um, Lowbrow humour, basically, as it's termed sometimes. Not by me, but fuck it. Um... But it to me, this has a similar problem to noobs with the characters in that they don't have any story progression. And it this, this is the part that I find fascinating. Bear in mind that I don't find the film overtly funny. Though I will say, again, more than I expected it to be. I did enjoy it more than I thought I would. I just don't generally think it's a very good film. Uh We've mentioned before, apart from Oz, none of the main characters have any story growth or in character growth and development. Noobs has the same problem. One is lauded, one is not. Uh, generally for me, the, I think one of the main problems I have with this film that maybe would have... Because as, as you said, there's only really three gross out bits. I might have enjoyed the film even more and maybe thought it's actually a good film despite those three elements. Is if the characters had more progression. And that was a big problem in Noobs. It's a big problem in all those sort of epic movies and things like that. The characters are just what they are all the time. And it's also a problem in this, the big apart problem from in, Oz.
0: The big problem in Noobs as well is not only is there not the character progression for most characters, but for the characters that there are progression for, the ending a- act- actively undoes the progression.
1: Yes, Jason Muse's character is completely undone, isn't he? Yep, the, so is R. McGregor. Of- Yes,
0: yes, McGregor, and, You know his whole storyline is that he learns his lesson that his son is more important than Frogger. Yeah. Only for us to get told in a post tech crawl, uh, in a credits crawl, yeah. that he goes right back to playing the Frogger championship. Then, fair enough. There might not be much in the way of progression for most of the American podcast.
1: Yeah. At least Oz was one. <laughs> but
0: what there is isn't undone. And in yes. fact, and in fact, the sequel continues from where they leave off. Yeah. Um. So the sequel, um. This is only true for American Pie 2. Pretty much the entire cast return. Right. And they've all gone off to college, and they come back from the summer to meet each other. So it jumps ahead a year. Right. And a lot of storylines pick up. So Victoria and Kevin see each other again after being separated for a year. Yeah. And there's that question of, you know, we've got this history. We were each other's firsts can we just get back together? Right, But no, because nothing's changed. You're still at different unis. Um, Jason Biggs is, again, it's kind of a repeat of his American Pie 1 storyline, but except they get the ending right this time, I think, which is Nadia turns up again and he starts going after Nadia again. Right. Only to end up with Michelle, the band geek. Right. But the difference being, in one, it's kind of he gets stuck with her because everyone knows he blew his load. Yeah. In two, it's more, it's more akin to what Oz does in this one, where he, he realizes. Means... Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why I do like American Pie Two quite a bit as well. Okay. Um Because it, it is a natural progression. Noobs does just completely undo. Yeah. Yeah, what I mean,
1: the worst one is the Jason Mewes one to me. I know you don't like the Al McGregor one either, and that's yeah. right. But the Jason Mewes one where he goes after Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter, or no less. He, he chases her. He even destroys his own chance at he, winning the championship. He deliberately loses
0: to let her win. Yeah,
1: And then later on, he just fucks another guy's mum, and it's, they're in a relationship. in the. But that's just in a post-credits crawl. And you're like, eh? Like, what? So that was meaningless? Like the yeah. whole thing. Yeah.
0: And to be honest, you know what? Going with Roger Ebert as well here. Yeah. Most of American Pie, you could argue Sherman, but the majority of American Pie, the humour is not mean. The humor in noobs is mean at points. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's yeah, all no, the I'll stuff with, there's all the stuff with Fraggot. Oh god, that, um, that whole
1: character is just a gay panic meme. Oh god, I killed the baby! Yeah, that never ends. Um,
0: And there's actually um, there's against lynn shay as well the the old lady yes they is, keep
1: ripping on her because she's older
0: because she's old yeah. yeah and he's dating a younger man which yeah, is so absolutely they do fine
1: they, they say milf quite a bit but they don't actually continuously rip on stifler's mum for no, being old no no and as,
0: and as the films go on like it's a real like everyone has respect for finch because he keeps nailing stifler's mum <laughs> um because it's fucking jennifer coolidge like mm. Back in the 90s, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Because I think she's had a shit ton of plastic surgery now, I which think. I think she probably got um, at that point. But she's, she's a really good actress. She's actually just won, um, I want to say an Emmy, I think, right. for a show called The White Lotus, which I haven't seen yet, but I really want to see. Okay. It's like a murder mystery thing, and she's won this massive award for it. Nice. Uh, which like, is really good, because the, the biggest thing I know her from, other than American Pie and a little cameo in Friends is she is Sophie the Polish neighbor right. in uh two broke girls the sitcom right um doing a pretty stereotypical polish accent mm. um so yeah mm. um okay. I think that's why I prefer this. And, and I'm sure there's an element of nostalgia playing a part in this, because I saw this while I was a teenager. It was the first... This was the know I didn't see it when it came out. This was the first, like, teen sex comedy that I saw. I saw it right at a time when I would have been around the age of the main guys in it. Yeah. Probably slightly younger. Um,
1: well, like, it came out bang on when I was the age of the guys. Yeah, apparently. exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so i I liked it, you know right, fair enough, um um yeah, no i one thing I will say is I do think what sells this as well is I do think that the five main guys have a good chemistry together i yeah. felt like, I felt like their friendship was quite believable when they're doing that thing, when they're in the hot dog place and they're doing that thing. I know I do with my friends uh, where you're kind of all ragging on each other, yeah, but yeah. it's in a friendly way. Like they're all taking the mick out of his shirt, aren't they? And stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I, I, It felt believable that they were all friends. Which... In that
1: scene, it did. I'll be honest, it, it didn't sell to me very much. It didn't not sell either. It was just, it, it didn't stand out. Sometimes relationships work for some people and not others in films though. Um, to me, it was just sort of... Yeah. I, their friendship... Unfortunately, has a lot of. It is very similar to the friendships, almost in what I see anyway, of the Inbetweeners, um, because they're they're kind of nerds. And yeah, they all have they're all similar archetypes of nerds. I
0: I admit I do think of Inbetweeners as like the British version of American Pie. Yeah, and so. it's garbage. Uh,
1: this. <laughs> so all right, so you've seen this before. Have you changed
0: your mind? No I still like it. Yeah. Um I agree the the Nadia scene has aged badly. Really badly. Um and I'm I, I guess I kind of have to do a bit of self-reflection for why I never realized back then how wrong that was. It doesn't have to uh, be that
1: harsh on yourself like when I watched Ace Ventura that ending that's very transphobic. <laughs> uh I don't tend to have to do self-reflection because I didn't think of it back then. The era was different.
0: I think it was back then we just... Because I would never do that to someone. No. Um, but back then, I think... Not to sound like I'm going, oh, today's terrible. But back then, a film could just be a film. Yeah. And it didn't have to mean anything. It didn't have to be reflective of the real world. You know, you could have, you could have something like this and not sit there going, oh, yeah, everyone... Uh, you know what does this say about children in america today what yeah. are they what does this mean they're gonna prank each other with laxatives and take massive <laughs> massive shits in the girls bathroom i
1: mean i don't think anyone's querying that even in uh, a modern sense but i see your point um but at the same token yeah i i wouldn't beat yourself up for that because the ear is different awareness is different the fact is, I suppose, a lot of people, I would hope, like you and me, if I'd seen this at the time, I wouldn't have thought much of that scene either. Mm. Um, but because you would imagine that it's so ridiculous as to be something that doesn't happen. Yeah. I think the problem is, is the, 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 the bubble has burst on that, let's say, innocence for now mm. Um that yeah. unfortunately that's sort of and it's done in revenge sometimes against women and things like that yeah, i don't even we... against men actually if you include hulk hogan in that um but yeah that that sort of thing is done in a revenge style against people yeah, we and we're aware about, of that now yeah we didn't know about revenge porn back then no uh so I, I think sometimes maybe do yourself a little solid and maybe not not cry yourself to sleep about having missed the the worst aspects of that
0: yeah so, how how are you feeling having finally seen American Pie?
1: I really want to say... Do you feel like it's... you've
0: been robbed of your innocence? No. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm kind of glad I watched it. Um, I still don't like it. Um, but I don't hate it. I hate the fact that I don't hate it. But <laughs> but I don't hate it. I Let me put it this way. It, if I would... I would never go and watch it on my own just because I'm like, oh, let's watch American Pie. That's never going to happen. But If I, let's say I was with a girl, and she was like, you know what, I liked American Pie, can we watch that? I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't get on my soapbox like I have done during this. I'd be like, you know what, fine, I know the three bits that are shit, that I hate, that I don't want to see. I'll know when they're coming, I'll either just suck it up, buttercup, and let them pass, or I'll have a reason to go to the loo. Uh, Just be like, oh no, keep it playing, I've seen it before. And let her watch it while I go to the loo and then come back. Um... (laughs) <laughs> like that—that's definitely at the vomit scene. Uh, but. It was a little bit more... I wouldn't say artistic, maybe, is the word, but there was you some artistry. See the,
0: you don't see... Because I, I was obviously not remembering probably. You don't see the vomit. I least. was a little bit like, oh, shit, do you literally see, like, a torrent of vomit? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the sequels you do. Yeah, like, things in, like
1: Scary Movie years later would also show you come vomit, and all that mm. sort of stuff, full like As much... To <laughs> excess. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. To um, in, inhuman excess, in the case of Scary Movie 1 and 2. Yeah. When he um, sticks and I did it see to the ceiling, the time.
1: I did see the first scary movie when it was yeah. current, and I found it funny. So you saw I scary,
0: mo- r- so you saw scary movie before you saw Scream. Yes, interesting.
1: Mm. I didn't get some of the references, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew kind of what they were relating to because Scream was massive in the zeitgeist. Oh yeah, the yeah. So I didn't hate it. That I, I know I've ranted off a little bit about it. I don't think it's a good film. I don't think it's a. Gr- I, I still think Roger Ebert is overegged the pudding on giving it the score he gave it. It is no more than a five out of ten at any at, at the best of times. But at least it's that high. Before I'd watched it, I would have said it was a one or a zero. <laughs> yeah. Um. I could watch it again if I if I needed to, uh. And I wouldn't necessarily hate it. Maybe I'll try and appreciate something else in the film that I missed the first time round. Um. Yeah, it's all right. It's you. You know what you've done, the Impossible Jamie. You've shown me a gross out film. I said, "Eh, it's all right," and that's as best as any of these films I've ever got. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough.
1: So, congratulations, applaud Jamie, everyone. Yay. He's done. A, he's done a service for the gross out film. <laughs> One thing I will say about the genre, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I'm going to spoil the movie magic a little bit here. We actually reviewed Split Second today on the same day that we recorded this. Uh, and while they're not anywhere near the same films, what I, I'm intrigued by is the genres. Um, cyberpunk and uh, gross-out humour, they've kind of both had their day. The difference was that Cyberpunk had some artistic entries and then it became kind of f- <laughs> filled quite quickly with garbage. Mm. Um, because a lot it was easy to do on a low budget. And for video nasties and things like that. Cyberpunk kind of during the nineties, like late 80s and 90s became very much full of that. Split second is kind of, I think, part of that deal. Um, Gross Act Humour started with this. Let's be honest, this is the originator of making it popular. And Scary Movie and then all the epic movies and stuff like that continued that tradition on. And then by the time of Noobs in 2013, it was all but dead with a few stragglers. Um, the difference is, is that Cyberpunk came back a little bit with things like Blade Runner 2049 as, with some high art. I think Cyberpunk has that ability to come back as high art if in the right hands with the right budgets, etc. I don't think that's possible with this genre. Now, that could just be me because I don't like this genre in general. Things like Jackass and things like that, which I, I know are not necessarily narrative, can't stand that shit. In us can't stand that shit. But you do, so do you, I don't this is probably as close as an artistic entry into this genre as there's ever been. Do you think there would ever be the option of a decent artistic revival of this genre?
0: So it depends on the genre we're talking about here because as we've said, like I don't really consider this a gross out comedy. I consider it a teen sex comedy. I
1: think that's why it gets away with it.
0: Definitely teen sex comedy can and will come back Mm. because American Pie is not the first of those. Remember you had a wave of them in the 80s sparked by Porky's? Yes, yep. Um, Then American Pie, because by the time you get to the 90s... Porky's is out of date. Teenagers aren't behaving that way anymore. No,
1: there were no teen sex comedies, I don't think, in the early 90s. No.
0: We are due for... Replaced with rom-coms. Yeah. We are due for another teen sex comedy because I'm sure Gen Z would watch American Pie and it makes no sense to them. Because it's not that way anymore. Yeah. Like the way the internet looks on there, for example, t-
1: is, not, is completely un, is disconnected. To be honest, kids I'm,
0: and I'm going to sound like a grandpa here, and I don't mean to, and fine, Jamie's out of touch, etc., etc., etc. I actually don't know how you make Gen Z dating funny, because Gen Z dating is yeah. all about people a desperate not to look like fools. Whereas in, this film only works because these boys are prepared to look like fools yeah. in the pursuit of what they're after. Yeah, yeah, The other thing about Gen Z dating is it's all online. Yeah. So actually, I don't know if you could even make it work. But in theory, there is no reason it couldn't. Because the actual real-life subject matter that the comedy is trying to it's get It's cyclical. Around.
1: It will always come back because there will always be people wanting to bone
0: yeah and 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 it will always change the rules of the dating game will always change yeah and that anxiety is something that teenagers are always going to have it is a natural thing um i know fair enough you said you didn't have it but it's a natural thing for 90 percent of people i think when you're at school not necessarily to sit worrying about it all the time but when you're getting to like 17 18 and suddenly someone in your class like you know oh shit Tommy and Gina have had sex. Fuck. When am I going to have sex? Like, it's oh, so
1: alien shit. what you're saying to me. I, I, I must be I must be from another fucking planet. And you don't,
0: and, and don't want to be the last one. Didn't bother um, me. <laughs> which, you know... I
1: don't know why it bothers you so much. I don't know... What, my ex said that as well. She was like, I didn't want to be the last one to have this, this. I'm like, why did you care? It, It didn't bother me. I think me. it must be me because a lot of people do mention how sexless you are no I'm not sexless
0: part of mine is the fact I mean you know the way I am of course I was eager to lose it Mm. Uh, but to be fair having said that I don't think I would have wanted to lose it to just anyone no I I ended up losing mine to someone very special yeah um, who I was then with for eight years wow um but yes, it is as you say. It's a different experience. My point is, I think that that can come back. And to be honest, probably gross-out comedy will come back at some point. I'm not saying it'll ever be high art. Well, it'll but be sh- it will
1: be because shock humor is cyclical.
0: It's also cyclical. Yeah, I think the gross-out of this era was
1: the shock humor of its time, and like, which is why sometimes, like in this film, there's a, you know. I think, yeah, I think the shock humour element of it... So, Little Britain was good at this. And I say good, not saying that the, the series was good. They'd come up with an idea, like the guy was like, Bitty. And the first time you watch it, it's a shock. And in that way, it's kind of funny. But then they rep- the problem that with it is they'd repeat that joke every week. So, it wasn't funny anymore. And Gross Out Humour had this thing where it introduced a shocking concept that was kind of gross mm. and shocking because of it. Mm. And then it would just repeat the joke... And try and add more gross yeah. out to it
0: because I because I think we I think we must be we must be please coming to the end of the current dominant humor in cinema is what I like to call Sark humor. It's very it's, MCU. It, it is the MCU. Yeah. It's that very sarky. We were talking about it the other day in the new Spider-Man film. Yeah. yeah. When Doctor Doc Ock is like, "My name is Otto Octavius," and Spider-Man laughs at him. And he's yeah. like, really? That's your name? Um, the problem is, uh, they're nearly all that at the minute. Yeah. Because comedy movies, where are they? Where are the comedy I'm movies, to think, Rory? Actually, comedy where, movies. where are the comedy movies that aren't crossed with another genre? Mm. There's action comedies, like um, oh, what was the one I watched the other day? I actually watched one the other day with Dave Bautista in it. Where he's a spy and he ends up looking after this girl. My spy, it's called. Right. Um, but that's an action comedy. Yeah. Um, there's comedy in the MCU, like we said. Um, it's
1: kind of a sci-fi superhero comedy.
0: But yeah. where's the just comedy films?
1: Yeah, I think... Like, where enough... Where's
0: Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson? Where have they gone? Where are they doing a dodgeball too. Where's now? Jim so Carrey? Doing... Jim Carrey's quit. Well, we know where Jim Carrey is. He's yeah. doing Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, he's but... quit now, is not he? for definite
1: he's quit acting completely Again,
0: I, I knew he was considering it. I didn't know he definitely made yeah, that decision. That,
1: that, I think he's made the decision now. I, Cause, I hope not, because I'd like to see him in Sonic 3 yeah. as Robotnik well, again. Well, because but...
0: they reckon they're not replacing him, don't they? Yeah. They've I said mean, if he's not in it, then they're not doing yeah. Robotnik anymore. Yeah. Which you can't You can't have a Sonic franchise without Robotnik.
1: They could do one film without a Robotnik, Yeah, you could do one. But uh, yeah, they couldn't do a franchise without him. No. So, I mean, to be fair, if they can get a Cause... decent trilogy out of the Sonic films currently, yeah. then that's a better run than I gave Cast
0: them. an actual fat guy. Well they could do Actually, for no. Gerald Robotnik I'll tell you who I tell you I want for Dr Robotnik I'm not even joking I'm being serious here If you've not got Jim Carrey anymore Do you know I want Dr Robotnik to be? Danny DeVito Brian Cranston
1: He's not fat You said you cast a fat suit Yeah guy. yeah
0: stick him in a fat suit Because they're not offensive I don't care what you say I'm fat I'm allowed to say that I'm fat as fuck I'm probably one of the fattest people on the planet I'm like I'm 12 stone overweight Like I am fat as shit Right and I'm telling you that fat suits are not offensive. Put Brian Cranston in a fat suit with the big ginger thing. He'll use his comedy chops from Malcolm in the Middle. He'll use his drama chops from playing Heisenberg. And it'll be perfection.
1: Uh... I actually don't know if I would put him there. Anyway, we've gone completely off topic. Get
0: rid of Donut Lord. Put Aaron uh, Aaron Paul in as Sonic's human buddy, <laughs> and Jesse. Start,
1: and Sonic's fast because they keep cooking meth, and he's going yeah. off his nut. Of hey, meth. that's
0: why the meth's blue. Yeah. Let's see you try to make it through here, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want it. You know you want it. Oh, uh, and what's I... what's Cranston doing? His new his new TV series is ending this year. He needs a job.
1: He's got a TV series.
0: Uh, called Your Honour. Apparently it's quite good from what I've heard, but it's ending this year. He's going to be on the lookout for a new job. Shave that head, bald, again. (laughs) Stick on a moustache. Boom. Dr. Robotnik.
1: Shall we cut back to uh, American Pie? I think we're near the end of this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, well, you asked me a question and I've answered it to your satisfaction, I hope. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe that's the question to leave to the audience. What do they think? A com- just a pure comedy movie now. Mm. How would you do that? Like not a comedy, hor- comedy horror, mm. not a comedy action film, not a comedy sci-fi, comedy superhero. Mm. Just a comedy, a comedy. movie. Yeah. What would you do with it now? Like there's no liar liars. There's no.
0: Joe, I, I think they don't make them anymore. I think I think someone, much like they did with horror a few years ago, I think someone has incorrectly convinced studios that they won't sell.
1: I think the other thing as well, maybe the idea is that with the rise of social media and YouTube, things like that. That's funny. Well, no, it's not that. I think it's they've decided they, whoever they may be, uh, maybe have decided that just pure comedy, comedy with nothing else. You can't pad it out with CGI or there's no reason to or, you know, expensive budgets. So it's just YouTube shit now. It's like, well, why would we spend 15 million making a movie that people could write and create for YouTube. I think that might be the reason. Yeah, Um, that is a
0: possibility. Yeah,
1: but, uh, yeah, the problem is, is YouTube videos don't have the access to, well, A, funds, but B, casting agents, things like that, for certain actors. And at the moment, why would they... Why did they miss with the formula?
0: Anyway, I think we'll wrap it up there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our show. Please do follow, share, subscribe, like, and leave reviews on whatever your podcasting app of choice is. They are so helpful for helping us get further up the algorithm, get the show seen by more people, which is, of course, what we want. Thank you very much. And I think it's time to safely say that is a wrap on American Pie.